What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everybody and welcome to Mini Crush Monday. It's just a manic Mini Crush Monday. Who's that by? The Bangles. The Bang I always confuse the Bangles with Banana Rama. Okay. I mean, I, I know that's Fair a enough. little insulting. The Bangles were the superior band, I would say, right? Oh, I mean, they were both great. And then there's the Go-Go's too. So that maybe I'm just being sexist and conflating all <laughs> 80s female focused bands. What's wrong with me? Well, the Go-Go's not, good, not off to a good for, yeah. The Go-Go's were truly superior, I think. There you go. I knew one of them was like the sort of holy grail of that era. Yeah, there's a great... To you, at least. Uh, to everyone, Noel. Um, there's a great <laughs> documentary on... the a new documentary about the Go-Go's on Showtime that I mm. highly recommend. Do you, do you go out for Showtime, Chuck? Do you have a... Do you, do you do the piecemeal cable package a la carte thing that we were dreaming of for low these many years, and now it's a reality, and it's just kind of fucking annoying? <laughs> I don't think it's annoying. I got a lot of... Yeah services as it turns mm-hmm. out though um i was kind of counting them the other day and you know i'll get one i got the epics one because i wanted to see that laurel canyon documentary right now it's just sitting there gathering dust echo in the canyon that one with fucking bob no. dylan's son no the good one different a better one. Oh, good because we've talked about this my my feelings about that one there's good the archival stuff is good but when jacob starts running his mouth i'm just like oh my god yeah move on yeah, it's uh, the, the the other one's really really good though. Cool, I love those all those bands. That whole era is just magical to me. L.A. holds a real special place in my heart as far as like music and that sound. Yeah, and well, you know, since we're talking and I've been plugging Rivals like crazy, uh, I just started. They just dropped the, uh, I think it will be a three part series on Crosby, mm-hmm. Stills, Nash and Young. Yep, and the David Crosby episode debuted first. 
do they talk about that documentary that you mentioned uh, recently? They do. Well, they talk about that. They 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 cover everything. I love those guys. That's so good to hear, Chuck. And I have uh, passed that on to them. Need to figure out a collab. They're they said, so down. Who's he? <laughs> no, they're they're fans of yours as well, Chuck. Yeah, well, I'll have to get them on uh, Movie Crush too. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure they could hold their own in the movie oh, department. No doubt. No doubt. Solid pop culture guys. Steven just came out with a book on Kid A, the radio, the seminal Radiohead album. Really? A whole book. Wow. <laughs> on record. I'm really excited to check it out. Oof, boy, I tell you what, Noel, there is, I mean, I love all of Radiohead, but mm-hmm. when you turn the lights down oh my God. and everything in its right, right place, just like I just start shivers thinking about it. Yeah. It, the, those well, opening notes are some of the, it's one of the best entrees into a record in history. It's so funny. I'm literally getting tingles just kind too. of thinking about that. It's such a special album, and you're right. One of the great opening songs. And and such an interesting album for them because it was like, okay, computer, sort of dip the toe in the water of yeah. that electronic kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And then this one just like jumped off the cliff, like yeah, high dive style. Just kick the door open. Yep. One, of, one of my favorite bands in all, of all time. Easily. Me too, dude. Me so too. Great. And I know we talked about it before, but... uh they're 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 not slipping at all like a moon-shaped pool was one of my favorites of theirs it's great yeah no and it's like they're the kind of band that wouldn't do it if they didn't just love it like they wouldn't put out a record if it wasn't like important to be part of their whole oeuvre yeah and i I think that's why they take their time i I saw recently um not johnny but his brother is it colin greenwood colin yeah said something about new radiohead music and he says "We're, we're gonna do it and you know we're, we just take our time like they're gonna mm-hmm. do like five or six years in between i think oh yeah well each of them always has their own little stuff cooking like phil the drummer even made a solo record and uh ed o'brien recently came out with a record that's yeah. a very uh brazilian influenced i think he spent a lot of time in brazil interesting and it has sort of that world music kind of vibe to it it's cool actually the interview might have been with ed o'brien now that i'm thinking about it because he was pump, mm. pumping that new album yep all right noel Let's get going, buddy. Let's do it. Uh, I got a little treat for you in the next mm. segment, but this segment, we're going to start out with uh, favorite revenge movies. If that, uh, I don't know if you like revenge movies, but I do. Aha, uh-huh, I do. Big got fan. a favorite. Uh, well, there's a amazing Asian uh, revenge trilogy, Korean, mm. uh, by Chan Wook Park. Uh, Old Boy is one of them. Seen it. Then there's Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Did not see it. And Sympathy for Mister Vengeance. Did not see it. Those are both excellent, Chuck. Uh, yeah. If you liked Old Boy, you will like these. And they are they're not like related character wise, but they're this revenge trilogy. All right, well, I'm gonna check those out. Of course, uh, I'm sure there will be some Kill Bills in here. Great one. Uh, Blue Ruin, one of my favorite little indie revenge thrillers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going bottom up again, Noel, to give the late crushers their due. You know, I listened to that episode last night, just sometimes I'd like to in the wild for fun, because it's almost like hearing it for the first time, because we, we do so many of these, I sometimes forget what we talk about. And I love the bottom up thing. It was delightful to hear from new people, yeah, and agreed. it gave you, you even like found a cousin or something on there, my you know, it was Stephanie. great. Mm-hmm. Who knew? So cool. All right. So we're going truly bottom up uh, with Kelly Conklin. And she says Home Alone. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> sort of a revenge movie in a way. Yeah. That kid's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, man. I, I don't know what it was. But when I saw that movie for the first time, 
I thought that whole break-in sequence was one of the funniest, like, 15 minutes I'd ever seen in a movie. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, yeah. And, like, I, there, there was a thing on Netflix a while back where, where it was movies that almost didn't get made or something like that, and Home Alone was on there. Oh. And um, it showed how storyboarded all that stuff was and how, like, choreographed to a T that whole sequence was. And they also had, like, a second floating camera that was, like, a lower-quality, like, Bolex-type camera. It used, like... I guess there's 32 millimeter and this was like 16 millimeter or something. And they used that to capture a lot of the overhead like slip and fall shots. And they just had it running at the same time. And they ended up using it a bunch, even though it was like a lower quality film or something like that. I'm not a film nerd, so I'm probably using the wrong terms, but it was interesting to hear them talk about it. Yeah, it's a 35 millimeter, not 35. That's the the number. Chuck. And and they probably did shoot 16, which is Mm -hmm. you would think it would be half. Uh, but it's not, and I think I think the reason is the sound strip. If I I'm think not you might be right. I think that's that's exactly right. I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. But. Casey Pegram would know. He would know. Uh, Jennifer Adolph says Fatal Attraction, pretty great revenge movie, and a, just a great thriller all all around. Was that pre Basic Instinct? You know, they were right around the same time. I'm not sure which was first. There's that golden age of erotic thrillers right there. The, the golden 90s. age of Michael Douglas's <laughs> penis. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Actually, you don't see his penis, but you can imagine it. I, you know, I think he should have shown a little peen. Yeah. Well, you know, just to just to to match, to put his penis where his mouth is. <laughs> hang, uh, <laughs> you think he should hang Doug? <laughs> hang Doug. I love it. Uh, a lot of Kill Bills. David Mills, uh, TJ Danny. Sean McFarland, a lot of are people differentiating between one and two. I'm not seeing that. I mean, to me, it's a package. I agree. I agree. And in fact, wasn't there a rumor of like some big ultra long single edition that he was going to put together? I hadn't heard that, but I'd I'd support that. I would too. I haven't seen those in forever. I'd like to check those out again. Uh, Cruel Intentions. I like me a little Cruel Intentions. That's from uh, Laura Bjorklund. And I do too. And she posted a black and white GIF. And that reminds me, Noel, I saw a post the other day on the Crushers page where someone said something about uh, black and white, uh, Tim Burton's Batman looking better in black and white. Mm. Have you, there are clips where people have transferred it to black and white and it looks awesome. It makes sense because the design of it is so like, I don't know. I feel like it's already such a muted palette that it makes a lot of sense to go. It's, it's all about light and dark and just, you know, black and white. I watched that with my kid the other night. I oh, yeah. at least started to. She wouldn't stop ragging on it, but she liked it. I could tell because it just, you know, it's just like it, it, it very much is its own thing. Like it's trying to be this noir kind of like stylized thing. So it doesn't even feel like an 80s movie or like it, 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 I don't think it like is a of the time. But she thought the Batman. Batman costume was really stupid looking. <laughs> really? It's a pretty yeah, standard was, Batman costume. I, I, it's a little boxy. Is it's it? a little around, around the face. It's a little boxy, okay. but I, I, she, I could tell she was engaged. But that part where the Joker, like, you know, uses that joy buzzer and fries that guy to death. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, check out some of those black and white clips and all. It really works. I will. I, gotta I say. will. I'm going to do it right now. Uh, the Danger of, and Gail Coon says Deadpool. Sure. A lot of John Wicks, too, Noel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jono Church, Rob Barr, uh, more Kill Bills. Oh, our old buddy, uh, 
Our old buddy Allison Keller says, John Tucker must die. I never saw that, but I heard that was pretty good. Sort of a little tongue-in-cheek thing. Uh, is that the... Uh, okay, I, I, I'm it's a teen movie. something else. Yeah, no, I don't think I have seen that. What about... V, are there are there any V for Vendettas on there? Uh, that's a good one. I'm not seeing any V for Vendettas yet, but your, uh, your pal Todd Klein says Mandy. Yep, love it. Man after your heart. Love it. And speaking of, Michael Fang says Batman 1989. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could make an argument that most of the Batman movies are revenge movies. It's all he's, one he's, big revenge. He's upset because they, they killed his mommy and daddy. Spoiler, Noel. Oh, well, that's an origin story. I mean, isn't that sort of, uh, uh, we, We've only seen that in eight movies now. I know, exactly. Where, how do I Google this bl- Batman black and white? I know that sounds like a dumb question because I'm literally Googling Burton Batman black and white. And nothing comes and, up on the YouTubes? Oh, it, 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 it auto-corrected to statues, so it's showing me action <laughs> figures. I got it. I got it. I got it. What did it, what did it statue come from? It just, it like auto did it. I know, Google but what thought, word? Uh, I don't know. No word. I'm saying it was like one of those oh. Google instant where it was like, that's something a lot of people Google. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, this looks great. It makes perfect sense the way it's shot to, to do it this way. It really this works. Is the, uh, it's pretty cool. The chemical plant uh, heist scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks great. Love it. It does, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how they, uh, if someone just, uh, that's probably pretty easy to do in an it probably so. program. Did you see the Mad Max Fury Road black and white edition? That that no. was when they actually officially put out, or it's like on the DVD or something. I don't think that. I mean, maybe it works, but that movie was such a vibrant color blast. I agree. I didn't understand it, but it was something they wanted to do. I think he initially wanted it to be in black and white. But really, the studio wouldn't let him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I agree. Uh, Amanda Gilson says Hard Candy. I never mm. saw that, and so does uh, our old buddy. Uh, Gaston, Caroline Gaston. Yeah, I need to check that out. I heard good things about that. Isn't that with uh, Juno? Isn't Juno in that? Is she? What, what's her name? What the hell's her name? You mean Juno or the actor Ellen, named Ellen Juno? Page. Oh, okay. Ellen Page from Juno. I think she like is basically torturing like a sex offender for the whole movie. It's one of the. I've never watched it because I don't go out for those those torturey movies. They just make me squirm too much. But I've, I have heard it's very good. Yeah, I think. There's a lot, like, I love revenge movies, but I think the torture stuff is where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. Swift death yeah, is what I'm looking for, Noel. There you go. Uh, Ray Scantling says, does John Wick count? I mean, it's sort of the only mm-hmm. thing going in that movie is revenge, right? Yeah. Is it? Is it? Would you say it's specifically about the dog? Well, sure. And, and his bloodlust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris McIntyre says there will be blood. Totally agree. Michael Reed says the limey. Great How is movie. there will be blood a revenge movie? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's sort of one of the central focuses is uh, the, the revenge between Plainview and, and the preacher boy. That's right. That's a good point. Yep. I never thought about that. Uh, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I need to watch that again. That's such an excellent film. Uh, Cheryl Creech. Siner or Siner says Carrie, the original Carrie. Mm-hmm. There's a few of those on here for sure. Uh, Patricia Ray Escaveria, great names. John Wick again. Jaws four. That's from David Bobenik. Oh goodness, is it the shark getting revenge? <laughs> I haven't seen Jaws four. Well, it's called Jaws four colon the revenge. Oh shit. Okay. So I think so. Uh, yeah. First Blood. That's from J.J. Uh, Liatsos. 
You know, I don't. I would argue. I don't know. If First Blood is such a well. Maybe it's a revenge movie. Yeah, I guess it's a revenge movie. Okay. Uh, the Revenant. That's from Hans Bransell. The Revenant and all a movie I could mm-hmm. only sit through once, even though I really liked it. But I didn't want to see it again. Yeah, it wasn't particularly pleasant, but it's it's definitely good. Um, what about The Crow, Chuck? How do you feel about The Crow? You want to know something, Noel? Huh? Never seen it. Can you oh, believe that? Okay. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I guess it's it's not like uh, an important movie. I mean, it's interesting the whole lore behind it with Brandon Lee getting killed and all that by the the blank. It was supposed to be a blank, but I I, I really loved it when I was a broody teenager. Don't know how it would hold up to watch today, but I, I think it's it's definitely a good revenge story. I don't know why I didn't see it. Really, I mean, it was in college. It was sort of right up my alley looking at it. I don't know. The crow got by me. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, I don't know. I have no, ooh, Audition. That was a good revenge movie. Great soundtrack. Oh, my God, Audition is, that's one of those movies that just like threw me for a loop. I didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah. And it sort of tricks you uh, into thinking it's sort of a melodrama. And then like halfway through or even three quarters through, it just shifts gears and goes full murder fantasy. Like it's really <laughs> uh, upsetting. Uh, Gone Girl, that's from uh, Abby Bleakley. I love all these new old pals. Mm-hmm. New old pals. <laughs> I love that. Uh, let's finish up here with uh, a true old pal. Cat Giambruno says, uh, is it bad that my mind went right to Heather's? No, not at all. Heather's was a good Heather's movie. Is, that's one that, I, that, that that slipped under my radar for many years, and I corrected that a few years ago, and I think it's just great. Oh, I, d- I should mention Emily Lloyd says 9 to 5. Uh, on the lighter side, for sure, great revenge movie. Love that movie. Uh, is that with, we talked about that? That's with Dolly Parton, right? Yeah, yeah. The the trio of fantastic ladies. Right. Uh, Cat Baloo. Wow, that's old school. Jennifer Fitz Fee, Jane Fonda, and Lee Marvin. Cat Baloo. That's a good old school movie. Noel, probably never heard of that, have you? No, I haven't. But you know, what I did start watching the other day. It was Clute. I started watching Clute. Clute's great. Yeah, I mean, about halfway through, I just it wasn't because I wasn't enjoying it. Something came up, or I know what it was. My kid came home, and uh, she wasn't down for Clute. But, uh, uh, really for cool noir vibe, very seventies, like very uh-huh. slow to get going. But then once it does, you're like kind of invested. You can finish me of the it? conversation. I'm definitely going to finish it. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Uh, all right, and we will truly finish with our old pal and top fan Trish Lauderhouse Gilbreth with the girl with the dragon tattoo, and she says the American version. Uh, I thought they were both really good. So, you know, it's one of the few times that a remake of a foreign film I thought was awesome. And I thought the Swedish version was super awesome. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, Noel, so what we're doing is we're going to invite in a little special guest, something we don't normally do for a new bit, a new game. A guest. A guest, that is right. And so we want to welcome to the show old favorite, Casey Pegram, everybody. Hey, hey. Hello. Casey, look at that. Special guest. I feel like I've I've been I've been summoned from the from the ether. Uh, you indeed have. You've materialized before my very eyes in Zoom form, at least, uh, not corporeally. But yeah, you know, we're we're still working on the corporeal manifestation. But it's the Zoom variant. That's is, that's some next level. Happen. That's some next level magic right there. Yeah, we're, it's we're, the next, next version. So, guys, uh, welcome to the show, Casey, again. And uh, what I decided to do last night. It's like, I need some new bits, I need some new segments, and I need some new fun games, like little movie games, Noel's Holes, it's a lot of fun, but uh, I thought we would do a game, and I originally was going to do uh, do this with Noel, but then I thought, you know what, uh, I give Noel enough shit on this show, mm. and I don't want to just design a game for, for Noel to fail at, because <laughs> that's not fun. Okay. But I thought, you know who would be good at this would be Casey. Because here it is, it's a timer game. It's called Pop Quiz Hot Shot. And okay. what I'm, what we're doing, Casey, is we're going to go through 10 questions in which you have to name three movies of, you know, 
with a certain clue, but you have 10 seconds for each question. Okay. uh, For a possible 30 points. And I thought the timer aspect might rattle Noel a bit. And so it's going to rattle me. Are we competing against each other? Are we ding, ding, dinging? No. Okay. No, this is all Casey. So, oh, okay. Noel's just here to observe. He's here to observe and to help me with the uh, scoring. And if there are any, uh, um, what do you call it? Like, uh, Anything we need to look up? A referee kind of situation, yeah, perhaps? Or a tiebreaker? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Got it. And here's what we'll do, Casey. I'll, I'll do a timer. I should have done all this beforehand. But. <laughs> so I'm going to make two columns, and I'm going to do hashtags in each column. Uh, that's my scoring method, Casey. <laughs> you might not be aware. Are you going to okay. score it? It's very, very esoteric. What? Are you really going to score it? I absolutely will score it, Chuck. I need to work on scoring like a normal human and not like a freaking weirdo. <laughs> what uh, um, what should I use for my for my chime? Um, hmm. you set an alarm or a like timer. Like the most loudest and obnoxious and stress oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a yeah, buzzer. Which one is something. That? That's what Hodgman always did. He called it the klaxon. But what is that called on the on an iPhone? Do you know? Yeah, let's take a look. It's let's definitely see. not called <laughs> slow rise timer. <laughs> We've got Uplift ripples. How about ripples? Something no. very, very gentle. No? Too gentle. No. Okay. Let's see. I That's it's what called... I use for my wake-up alarm, actually. I'm, we're I driving people crazy too. right now is what we're doing. <laughs> no, they love it. They love it. Constant. By the seaside. Beacon? Night owl? Radar? <laughs> I can, you're getting I can close. sense people tuning out. My daughter That's made this pretty one good. for me. <laughs> Gundam Tanaka. Tanaka. Gundam Tanaka. It's a, it's an anime thing. Oh, internet, do you love us right now or what? None of these seem right. They all they're all so gentle sounding. There's there's Presto. All right, I'm just going to do Presto. It's uh, Presto's good. It's Presto's obnoxious good. enough. All right, it I serves a it. purpose. Well, you know, we do have a producer, Chuck. We can just have him like replace, yeah. you know, your Folgers crystals with t- Taster's Choice. <laughs> you know, maybe we should just replace everything with like get a a sound file of Noel burping, mm-hmm. and then there just loop that. Yeah. I have a whole voice memo devoted to just bodily sounds of mine that I use for music. I just sample to make beats out of. All right, Casey, are you nervous? Yes. I think you're going to do well. So. I think it, don't think about the timer. Yeah. Okay. So we got our umpire. <laughs> okay. We got our scorekeeper. All right. And just concentrate on the question. And then we'll so be rapid give me three fire. clues and I just name the movie as soon as I can figure it out. You'll see. All right. You have 10 seconds, Casey, to name... Three movies with colors in the title. Blue Velvet. Blue Valentine. Oh, God. Red Sparrow. Is that a movie? Boom. Oh, that's a good question, Casey. Is Red Sparrow a movie? <laughs> it is, right? Wasn't that the Jennifer Lawrence thing? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is that what it was called? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. Boom, you got that one, Casey. One hashtag in the left column for you, my boy. Okay. Uh, I think you got two, right? Blue Velvet and well, Red Sparrow? No, he did three, but doesn't Valentine that... as well. Oh, Blue, Blue Valentine. He, he... Okay. But don't you just get one point if you get it? What is there? Are no, there no, partial no. points it, awarded? It's a possible 30, 30 points. Oh, okay. So I got three out of three. Yeah, you got three oh. out of three. Okay. We also would have uh, accepted the trilogy Red, White, and Blue. Oh, God. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. see, that's the kind of stuff it would take me a little more than 10 <laughs> seconds to come up with under see, the gun. I know you, Casey. I thought you were going to go right for that. 
So wait, it's 10 points per movie, 30 points per round, or th- a possible 30 total for the game? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Chuck. Here we go. It's three, three per movie, right? And three ten, per ten movie. Rounds. It's one point per goddamn answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He just got three points. So you're doing 30 questions. <laughs> 10 questions, three each. Okay. Oh, I should have known. You said one point per answer. Oh, yes. I got it. There are three answers. I got it. Okay, great. You made great, it sound guys. like it was it was all or nothing though. It's right, like you right. get three or you yeah, get nothing. Okay, I, was, okay, I okay. felt that way too. That's yeah. why I clammed right. up. I you think know what, guys? I was like, oh my god, it's, it's all, all my fault. Yeah. I wasn't clear. <laughs> no, no. This is we're all we're all complicit here, Chuck. <laughs> all right. I feel like I should change this now because I had it loaded for Noel. Mm. So uh uh I'm gonna skip that for now. I'm gonna come back to it. So we're all gonna right. go with this one now, Casey. Ready? In ten seconds. Name three movies not in the same franchise scored by John Williams. Star Wars. Did you do? No, that's Howard Shore. I was going to say Lord of the Rings. That's Howard Shore. Jaws. Jaws is a franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Indiana Jones. Two out of three. I'm sorry. All right. Buzzer got me. And what you can't do, Casey, is say, you know, I was going to say Lord of the Rings, but I think that <laughs> that's was kind of a waste of time, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's kind of boys. Ten seconds goes fast, doesn't it? Is it to ten? It's ten, right? It's ten. So okay. two out of three, not bad. Two out of three ain't bad. That's a meatloaf song. <laughs> Do you feel like ten seconds is too little time? It's not. It's just that these are these is a nightmare scenario yeah. for me. So I'm I'm just uh, <laughs> so uh, ten seconds is like a ton of time. It what they no call a lightning all, round. Yeah, I'm into this. I'm into this. Do you wish me, you? Would... I'm I'm kind of jealous that I'm not in the hot seat. Honestly, but I'll, I'll, Casey, I'll do one for you're you crushing next. it. You're crushing it, Casey. Let's 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 go. Let's go. All right, all right, Casey. I'm sorry. Do you wish you had not answered your text no last no? Night? I'm actually having fun. <laughs> all right. All right, Casey. In ten seconds. Name three action movies with female leads. The Speed Count? Sure. Sandra Bullock? Okay. Jesus. I'm like almost out of time now. I don't know. I, I fucking hate action movies. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> That's my sore loser answer. Hot right. take. One out of three. We also would have accepted Mad Max Fury Road, Atomic Blonde, uh, Terminator 2, Alien. Alien. What's, that, what's that 90s one? Um, that 90s action movie ones. with a woman? Yeah. That yeah. one? <laughs> well, it was kind of that novel at the time. It was like marketed that way. Oh, that's a good it? point. Um, I don't know. There my was that is, one with... My uh, is a blank slate right now. Well, there's that one with Bridget Fonda. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, point of No Return. Point of No Return. Tank, that was Tank Girl. That's what I was trying Tank to come up with. Tank Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have worked. Yeah. It's easy when there's no clock, guys. I it know. is. It's clock, man. All right, it's not bad. I mean, one. That's, that's, that's uh, All right. No, Casey. you're you're doing great, Casey. <laughs> not really. In ten, Fine. In ten, ten seconds. Just take my compliment. <laughs> we'll keep a running uh, tally too over over the next like year. On mm-hmm. okay, okay, good. I can kind of make it up over time. Yeah, and we'll see yes, how Noel yeah, does. Yeah, Noel's going to build back the new Casey. Trust me. <laughs> Noel will spend eight seconds going. Uh, that is not true, Chuck, and that's not fair or nice. Uh, I'm an articulate boy. All right, Casey, in 10 seconds, name three movies that involve bank robbery. Ooh, Dragged Across Concrete, Heat, and... (laughs) 
I could I could have just said speed again. Is there a bank robbery in speed? I don't know. No. No, I don't think there the great, is. I was trying to I was trying to go back. There's like a there's a, a late twenties movie called like the American Gunslinger, the Great Gunslinger, just the Gunslinger. Okay. And I got stuck on the nuances of the title <laughs> and, and then my brain just decided, screw it. Do you know what else would have worked? Batman, the Dark Knight has a good bank heist. The very true. first there's, a, scene. there's too many. That's the problem. It's like, it's an embarrassment of choices. And my brain just like <laughs> says, no, none of these are going to work. Yeah. Something you want to go, with, you want to go with the coolest ones too. Right. Well, and also the, I was, I had, I had this suspicion because of this list you had sent me last night, Noel, that this might all be art house oriented. So for the last like 12 hours, my brain has just been like art house world. <laughs> and now I'm like, I've got to think like Hollywood mainstream and it's just not happening today. Chuck Chuck <laughs> likes to go broad for these quizzes yeah. sometimes. Uh, you guys will turn the tables on me at some point. I will take this same quiz <laughs> and uh, to your design, and I'm sure it'll be nerve-wracking. Right. Uh, by the way, that reminds me, that speed thing reminds me of the, one of my favorite Simpsons jokes ever. Do you remember that one about speed? Uh, but I, but I, I can't Homer was telling a story about the movie Speed, and he said it's all, it's about a bus whose speed couldn't drop below 50 because if its speed dropped and the speed wasn't right, then it's speed. And he said speed like eight times. And he went, it was called the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> oh, man. So great. Casey, for the record, you're, you're tracking a really interesting pattern right now. Your scores are three, two, one, two. So now you've got nowhere to go but up, the my pressure's friends. on. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right, Casey. In 10 seconds... Name three movies starring Sean Penn. Tree of Life, uh, The Indian Runner. Why is it always the third that kills me? Um, Jesus Christ. Leaving Las Vegas jumped into my head. That's that's Nicolas Cage. Yep. Hurley Burley. I don't know. Good God. Two Dead Man three. Walking would have been the Oscar Beatty one that might have. Uh, I think that's what fear and lo- I think that's what fear and loathing leaving Las and the Vegas Indian Runner. Right by the way, that's that's Viggo Mortensen directed by Sean Penn, so that doesn't even count. So ah, shit. I'm one for three on that one. All right. Oh, wow. We also would have accepted any movie starring Sean Penn. <laughs> this I hate is this so. I know. <laughs> the timer is so nerve wracking, right? It's horrible. It's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. All right. But it's fun. Okay, no, or uh, Casey, both of you. Are you keeping score, Noel? Oh, yeah. Okay. Casey, in 10 seconds, name three movies starring Susan Sarandon. I'm going to whiff this one um, because I'm trying to remember the, the Death Row movie. Um, this is the one I just mentioned. Dead Man Walking. Ironically, Dead Man <laughs> once, Walking Once I starred... hear the timer, that's when the thoughts begin to flow. <laughs> exactly. Dead Man Walking starred Sean Penn and Susan Sarandon. That was I know, that's right. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Zero. Wow. Okay. Sorry, Thank Susan. Susan. on that one. She's, uh, what's the one in the car they go over the cliff? Thelma Speed. <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Thelma. It's <laughs> called <laughs> The Car That Couldn't Fly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Casey. You've got to get this one. I'm going to be so mad at you. In 10 seconds, name three black and white movies. Uh, what's the one on the island? Um, Citizen Kane. The Grapes of Wrath. All right. What's what's the fucking Lighthouse movie? The Lighthouse. Jesus Christ. This is the worst. <laughs> the this is my nightmare. I am living my nightmare right no, now. We're no, capturing it in is, audio form. This is fun for all of us. This is, this is good. Oh, boy. 
uh, Grapes of Wrath. That was a nice call. You pulled that That's out a of good your one. Well, I was like John Ford, and then for some reason that stupid lighthouse movie popped in my head, and for some reason I couldn't just call it the lighthouse. <laughs> and yeah. Oh man, this is way more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really, Chuck. I'm You're not sadistic. looking forward to doing this myself. These though. are not hard questions. That's the thing. Like, I this, know. This That's is the, whole the point. easiest it's thing the, in the world. It's so the timer. It's fun to see uh, the movie guy not know anything. It tends to make you choke. It's just something inherent about like the pressure of the timer. I've always, you know, I've always thought that like when you're watching Jeopardy at home and you just like can run the board. And then it feels like if you're actually in that situation, you would not be able no to way. name anything at all. No, Ken Jennings, you know, said that, the, I mean, and that's no surprise, that's the biggest part of the game is just being good at the game. Yeah. Not, not knowing, he said everyone up there is super smart. Right, Or right. You know, like knows a lot of stuff. He yeah. said you got to be good with your thumb and you got to be able to like fucking chill out. That's mm. right. Which I imagine is easier once you've won a few of them in a <laughs> row, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right, Casey. In 10 seconds, name three movies set in the Old West. The Quick and the Dead. Um, good Lord. My Darling Clementine, Stagecoach. Hey, look at that. I finally got past the third one. It's For some reason, I, get, I psych myself out. As soon as I get two, I, go, I try to go for something fancy, and it, it does not Great. go well. Stagecoach. Old school. That's the one, just, just, uh, just is that the one with, your, with the stagecoach? It is indeed the one with the stagecoach. They're just all up in there the whole movie, right? Pretty They're much, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's 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 the uh, the bulk of the movie mm-hmm. is that stagecoach. All right, Casey, two more. Name in ten seconds as a reminder. Yes. Name three. This is that uh, you're either going to choke or you're just going to spit out three in a row. Name mm-hmm. three movies with sex scenes. <laughs> Wild things. Um. Good lord! I don't, the 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 color of the night. Um, mm-hmm. Face against it. Right. <laughs> give it to him, Chuck. Come on. Yeah. Well, I'll give you, you got it right on the buzzer. I'll give you. All you got it. Okay. Great. Good job. Did I say the color of the night or the? It's color fine. Of the night? We know okay. what you're That's talking. Right. Color of night. That's, why did that pop in my head? Because uh, you're a horn dog. Well, I know why Wild Things did. Because <laughs> yeah, okay. <I> <laughs> if Wild Things is quite formative. I could have said Showgirls. I could have said a million things. I don't know. Color of Night was pretty steamy. Uh, I remember seeing. I remember that one being in the old, uh, the old could have material. Said, like, carnal Knowledge, the Mike Nichols. There's a million things oh, I could have I said. I know that one. Sure. All right, Casey. Last one. Noel, can, should we get a point total going into the final round? Yeah. yeah what do we got here? Let's see. Out of About 27. 15, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 17 out of 27? Not bad. Mm-hmm. So, Casey, that means I'm actually going to use the original query because All I, right. I think you will get three out of three. If you don't, then you need to go to the doctor. God help yeah. you. I might. I might need to. All right, Casey, in 10 seconds, name three movies directed by Stanley Kubrick. The Killing, Killer's Kiss, um, The Shining. Okay. <laughs> I, had, I was trying to name his first movie, Fear and Desire, and then I was like, oh, I couldn't just, come up with it. Just to impress. And I just said, okay, screw it, The Shining. <laughs> All right, so uh, 20 out of 30. Is that right, Noel? That is correct, yes. That's, that's not a, bad. That's a solid 66. I would say that's respectable, uh, given this is the first time this game has been trotted out in the Movie Crush universe. Yes, um, agreed. And, and you were the guinea pig. I think you did just... just. I think I have, to, I have to like meditate before the next one. That's the thing. <laughs> I have to clear my mind of... It's of, really uh, hard. 
any any distraction and then I can let these answers emerge. Well, I think what happens is when you're in a timer situation, uh, everything rushes to the front of your brain at once. Like I think exactly. I think uh, you yeah, could probably it's, it's a traffic jam. Yeah, you could yeah. do an MRI probably and literally see like a <laughs> bottleneck yes. of information right before it gets to your mouth. Exactly. Hole. Yes. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Casey, do you have like another six or seven minutes to stick around? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to. All right. Well, we're going to finish up with Stream This, where we just talk about what we've been watching lately. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'll go first because um, it's very quick. I'm still watching Dark. Uh, we are close to the end of season two. Uh, the mind-bendy German time travel. Jeez, uh, it's just, it's a lot of things. It's very Lynchian. Um, very, very good show. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Casey. No. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot to wrap your head around. Um, they There's a website that's very handy in trying to keep track of everyone because there are iterations of the characters through different time periods. And it's a lot. Wow. But cool. it's, it's really, really, really good. Uh, and although I have not started watching yet, I do want to shout out The Boys Season 2, which I cannot wait to get into. Uh, the great, I think it's Amazon Prime, right, Noel? That's correct. And I think Dennis Quaid's son is in that. Friend oh. of the network. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a great, great show, and I can't wait to get back into that. So that's what I have been watching and what I'm going to dive into next. Who's up? Uh, I'll go. I, I've, I've mentioned it on the show before as having uh, really wanted to see it, but I put it off because I thought it was going to be too heavy, and I've been trying to avoid super heavy stuff. But I May Destroy You, uh, maybe the best television series I've seen in a decade. Um, it is, uh, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's funny. It's psychedelic. It's got like really cool stylistic choices. And it's, you know, the story of a young woman who has her drink spiked at a bar in London and loses time and wakes up and, and knows something's wrong, but doesn't know what's happened. And these memories start to emerge and she starts piecing it all together. And it's almost becomes like this detective type story where she's sort of on the hunt trying to figure out what happened to her, but it's so much more than that. It's about uh, social media taking over people's lives and it's about consent and it's about all of these incredibly, you know, um, important topics that are very, you know, of the, of the, of the moment. Um, And the creator whose name is escaping me right now, she did another show called chewing gum, on H uh, on BBC that was um, supposed to be fantastic, but this is just a an absolute masterpiece. I I couldn't speak highly enough of it. Her name is Michelle Cole, and I would highly recommend even before checking it out, like read up on her a little bit because she has a fascinating background where she grew up in a, kind of a poor uh, immigrant community. I believe her family is from uh, somewhere in Africa. Um, I, I can't remember the exact. Uh, part um but she grew up in the immigrant community like in kind of housing developments in london and uh ended up in a dance program that was like part of a pentecostal church and she became heavily pentecostal uh and then realized that she only really did that because she appreciated that they gave her this inroad into creative expression she kind of abandoned the religious side of things and started doing uh drama and theater classes and she met like a benefactor who helped pay her way through like a really uh great drama program and then she wrote a one-woman show that ended up becoming chewing gum um and the story of i may destroy you actually happened to her and it's just the most uh, confessional but not in a cloying kind of way it's just i can't speak more highly of, of it it's just can't wait really fantastic uh by the way her parents are from ghana yes oh wow. um all right casey what do you what have you been watching it can be movies it doesn't have to be tv okay perfect because i was gonna say there's not that many recent series that i've um yeah you know of note um for me uh, I would say there's this recent uh, documentary called Jasper Mall. Have you guys heard of this? No. It's uh, two guys went to um, film in this kind of like dying mall in uh, Jasper, Alabama for about a year. And um, it's it's very much in the spirit of like an early Errol Morris film where it mm. starts off being about one thing and kind of becomes about something else. Just the more time nice. that he spends in this place, you meet these characters. Uh, the guy who's like the there's this one guy who's like the manager 
the janitor, the you know business liaison. He basically does everything at this mall. His his life is this mall. He's uh, the ex proprietor of like a kind of bootleg zoo that was happening in Alabama where there's just like tigers and all kinds of unsafe stuff that's just like behind like, uh, you know, very rudimentary wire fences and so on. Um, he busted out of that zoo and now he manages this mall. And um, yeah, it's it's like a really interesting commentary on just the, the nostalgia that uh, my generation in particular has for the mall. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, the way that retail is kind of... Um, uh, sunsetting perhaps. I mean, it's, it's all pre Corona, but it feels like very much like the, the same tendencies are, um, are being, uh, uh, you know, strengthened by, by all yeah. of that. Um, it's the score is really, really good. Um, it's got great cinematography. Um, it's just one of those like lightning in a bottle movies where they went to this yeah. mall. They didn't know that guy was going to be there. They didn't know they're going to find all these other interesting characters. That's the best. And, um, yeah. And it, it, it unfolds like a discovery because it literally like unfolded in front of them for that whole year there that they're making the movie. And, um, yeah, it's just a really, really cool, like small movie. Um, uh, probably the best thing I can say about it is like, after I finished watching it, like I wanted to go out and like start shooting something immediately. Cause it just had that feeling yeah. of like, you know, there's the, the, who would, who would think such an interesting film could come from such a kind of mundane environment, but you realize like life is interesting everywhere. And, um, yeah, ultimately, I mean, it gets into without, without overtly saying it, I mean, it really is just like uh, sort of what is the meaning of life of, of uh, that is kind of the ultimate takeaway from the film. It's, it's very kind of philosophical once you get all the way into it. You know, Casey, you might remember I sent you a text uh, asking if you were around, and then I never responded. You were at your parents. Yes, uh, and it was because a friend of mine was shooting a music video at the North DeKalb Mall, oh, yeah, which, yeah, is, yeah, which yeah. is our kind of right. dying mall, totally. which we've talked about on the show a good bit. Chuck, you have fond memories of that growing up as that being kind of the flagship, you know, badass mall, right? And, and, and I mean, then it was it, pretty good. I worked there for a short time, even so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then now it's just real sad and weird, and yeah. like half open and. And during Corona now, it's apparently just like a ghost town. Yeah. And so they were they were able to go film there uh, almost completely un uh, sure. you know interrupted. Um, really lack security. They were able to go all around and get crazy shots. And my friend was wearing a green screen suit, and, uh, <laughs> and they they shot all this crazy stuff there. But I was gonna see if you had a uh, some kind of lens adapter uh, they needed. And, okay. And, um, they but they ended up figuring it gotcha. out. But um, that's I'm fascinated with dead malls as well. There's actually a website. Uh, and an Instagram account called Dead Malls that just is photographs of like abandoned, you know, malls because they're too big to do anything else with. I know. Unless you repurpose them into some kind of like community center or do something really creative with them. That's the whole problem with malls is like no one can afford them, but yet <laughs> they just sit there derelict. You know, it's very strange. Well, that's one of the really interesting things about Jasper Mall is that you do realize that it is kind of a community center because there's all these kind of like retired people that just hang out there every day. And like mm. play card games and visit yeah. with each other. And you yeah, realize like this is like this is fulfilling the function of like a kind mm. of a public space, even though it is this commercial mall that's like decaying. It has it's sort of been repurposed into like a place for people to like walk, you know, go on their morning walks and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just it's just very, very um, something very touching about it. And I will say I have filmed at North Decab Mall as well. Um, Paul and I uh, made a short there uh, a few years back. And we were not hassled at all. You know, we, we got really? all the shots we needed without security ever picking up on it or even particularly caring, I think. That's great. That sounds cool, man. I want to check that out because that is one of my favorite things when 
a documentary or a piece of art like that starts as something and becomes something else. Yeah, you can you can find uh, it on YouTube. I think it's like four bucks to rent. It didn't yeah. really have a theatrical run because it came out just as the pandemic was starting. So um, even though it was kind of made for theatrical in mind, it's it's had this life online. And um, I think I think word of mouth has kind of spread about it. Anyway, it's it's really really cool. I hope people will check it out. Sweet, the S town of abandoned mall documentaries. Yes, there you go. All right, dudes. Well, thanks for coming on, Casey. Yeah, thanks uh, for having you, me. That was fun. Yeah, you guys will get your revenge on me with another quiz. <laughs> Noel, you're up next. We'll do that in a couple of weeks. All right. Awesome. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. Movie Crash is produced and written by Charles Bryant and Noel Brown. Edited and engineered by Seth Nicholas Johnson and scored by Noel Brown here in our home studio at Ponce City Market, Atlanta, Georgia for iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.